comes a gym, here comes a gym, here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym, 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 here comes a gym, here comes a gym, here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym, Mickey about to drop a gym, Mickey about to drop a gym. Okay, now listen up. What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, so I already had another episode that I was going to put out before this, but God was downloading in my heart this morning, and I wanted to share with you guys the message that was shared with me. You want to hear it? All right, let's jump into it. Oh, wait, did I say that I hope you guys are doing well? Because I do. I hope you guys are doing well, feeling well, and if you're not, Let's do something big. Let's do something small. Let's do something enjoyable to get us back on track, okay? All right, so let me talk to you guys real quick about what God has been showing me. So if you've listened to these past few episodes, you know that I've been moving around, moving, 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 right? And I've been really busy and it's been a move that's not a typical move, you know? Like most people, you move in a day, you move in one weekend and it's like, we're done. This move has stretched out way longer than I expected it to. It seems like every time you get a bulk of stuff out, there's still more. I can hear all the people saying, you just have too much stuff. Get rid of it. Don't worry. I've been doing that. And the craziest thing is, is I have learned so many different lessons within this move within itself. And I just, I laugh because I think how intentional God is to still teach us and to still show us and to still guide us and love us in the meantime, right? So one of the lessons is that I have noticed is I've been so busy that I feel like I haven't been disciplined spiritually enough. Like I've been so busy, I haven't even really been on social media haven't been keeping like the pages and stuff active or whatever. It's like, okay, post for the Monday, you know, to be like, hey, new episode drop. And then that's really it. I haven't even been on like my personal page or anything for real. By the time I get to social media, which I think is a low key, a good thing. It's like either the end of the night or the next day. And I've gone through the whole day without really being on it or something, which I'm not complaining about that. But just to show like, it's not just my spiritual discipline that has been messed up. Like, a, it's like I've been so consumed with this one thing that I feel like a lot of my other areas have either gotten way less of my attention or none at all. And the biggest one that I feel like always needs my attention is my spiritual segment of my life. And I don't, I hate to call it a segment aspect of my life because I was talking to God and he was talking to me back and he was showing me, he's like, this move has had you really busy. And I mean, it's people always ask, how does God speak to you? He speaks to me in a multitude of ways, just like he can speak to other people in a multitude of ways. But this one was more conversational. He just simply was talking to me like in a still soft voice. And I, I hate to say that as well, just for the simple fact of, I don't want you guys to think if it's not a still small, soft voice, it's not God. That's not the case. Just because so many of us have said that. It's just that that's one of the ways that he approaches us. Because I feel like God has moments where he speaks to people in the most powerful, um, I don't want to say forceful, but just powerful, strong, 
authoritative way that sometimes is what we need in that moment to snap us out and be like, hey, this is serious. I need obedience right now. And remember that partial obedience is still disobedience, right? So anyways, he was talking to me in that still soft, small voice. And he just simply placed on my heart, like, do you see how busy you've been? And do you see the lack of time you have given me? And I wasn't offended. I was like, yes, God. Like, I see how the the just major difference between the time that I was pouring into him and then the time that I had now. And it's not like I didn't have a life before and I wasn't doing other things before, but I wasn't so consumed with one task that I was neglecting him and neglecting our time. And he connected the dots for me. And it was just like, you're, you're so busy with a move, a move that's of importance, a move that is a lot, a move that um, is a lot on you and others around you. However, look how little of the time you have spent with me. Sure, you get up and say a prayer. Sure, you may say, okay, thank you, God, for traveling grace. Okay, thank you, God, for today. Okay, like, bless the people in my life. Okay, God, thank you for this food. Like, you're aware of me. I'm not saying you have lost me, but our intimacy isn't the same as it has been. Our intimacy isn't the same as you have put in effort to build up. And if you're doing that with a move that's stressful and longer than you expected, what are you going to do when you have meeting after meeting? What are you going to do when you have this stage to sit on, this stage to sit on, but then you got to turn around and do this interview and this and that? And I don't mean from like the fame perspective, right? This is not about fame. But I know what God has shown me. Like, I know that I'm going to be on stages having these different conversations. I think now that I have blank canvas, it'll be through blank canvas. But I have learned that tell God your plans and he'll laugh. So, you know, I think it'll be under this platform, but I'm not necessarily sure. It could be under this. It could be under something greater. It can be under something smaller. But the point is that I know that he has shown me on stages having conversations like the ones that we have helping each other connect, helping each other try to understand each other a little better and being impactful. It's not, for me, I don't just want my presence to be out there. Like I can reach 6 billion people, but if I'm not leaving an impact in their heart, if I'm not leaving an impact in their mind, if I'm not leaving an impact in their um their soul and not like not like I'm God or anything, but just like wow, that healed me a little bit or I feel seen a little bit, I feel understood a little bit, I feel a little more love. Like if it's not impactful in that way, then I really don't want to be doing it. You know what I mean? I know what God has shown me and it's not going to do anything but get busier, right? I think that's why he had me. Remember I've been telling you guys, I feel like God had me still in a sense to work on the things that I need to work on internally. But, and to also be able to set a foundation for blank canvas. Like a lot of people don't know this. Um, I don't know if I've shared it with anybody. If I have, I don't think so. But a lot of people don't know this, that I feel like God, of course, I've said on here to do the inner work, but I also feel like it was to get the foundation for BK out and have it, you know, 
on a routine, on a schedule, on get the platforms up and running, get at least baseline level of content for each platform, discover different things that we want to talk about, have, you know, just have organization, have the groundwork done so that when my life did pick up or when I was in a circumstance where I can't record as comfortably or I'm editing in the wee hours in the morning, but at least I have the content recorded, you know, that kind of thing. Last week's episode, I literally edited and published same day because the move had just been taking over kind of thing. And I was literally up late at night and recording and thinking like, thank you, God, that I had time earlier in the week to kind of like bulk record just to even be able to have this content right here to edit, to get out, right? So another lesson in that is time management. I'm pretty good at being organized in time management, I would like to think, but I'm going to have to be even better when more tasks are on my plate. And this is all like, duh, common sense stuff. Like, I'm not saying like, oh my God, this is so revolutionary. Never heard of it before. Couldn't have thought of it myself. Um, It's not that. It's just that the simplicity of God to bring out a multitude of lessons in everyday life. I wonder how many lessons I've missed in my past because they were made so simple and so plain, which isn't a bad thing. It's what we ask for. We ask for, don't complicate it, God. Make it simple. Like, let us know. He tells us to write it down, make it plain and write it big enough so all any, all who need to read it can read it on the run. Like, if I'm running with your dreams in my hand, I still know what your vision is. I still know what your mission is, right? So- that was a lesson within itself is I'm going to have to be even better than I am at time management. I'm going to have to go harder than I do now with time management. I'm going to, and it's not just for blank canvas. I think the fact expected, I think the fact that it affected my spiritual life more, that bothers me the most because, okay, if I had to pull an episode or I didn't have an episode for the week because I wasn't you know, I didn't like it. I didn't feel like it was of quality for you guys. Cool. Whatever. Okay. Maybe I'm not posting as often on social media. Will that mess with the engagement? Sure. But cool. Whatever. When my time management or lack thereof boils down into God's time, me and his time, that's a problem for me. I've read my Bible less, guys. I never miss my sermons between Change Church and Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Never. I have been missing them. And even if I can't catch it live, I had started trying to catch it live to catch, you know, get the vibe in the moment. Even if I can't catch it live, by that Monday, because both churches are really good with having up the ceremony the same day or very next day. By that Monday, I have, you know, gone back and listened and made sure that I really tuned into what we are talking about for the week, you know? And I feel like even that like slipped out for a minute. Like I have to keep my discipline. I have to, um, I have to just still stay on this path. Like I have to do what needs to be done. I can't lose sight. I can't lose track just because I'm really, really busy. And God just so humbly and and quickly showed me that if, 
you could lose me in a move. Imagine what you're going to do when I have you as a wife, when I have you as a mother, when I have you as a boss, when I have you as a friend, when I have you as a sister, as a daughter, like you can't lessen your time with me. And I heard one person say, I had to start getting up earlier in the morning. And it was miserable, but I was so intentional on my time with him that even though I didn't feel like getting up earlier to meditate and to talk to him, the days that I didn't do it, I noticed the difference. And I know for a fact that I noticed the difference. I feel like my spirit wasn't as settled. I couldn't really act out the fruits of the spirit as much as I wanted to. Did I still do it? Yes. But did it have the same level of authority and power? I don't think so. And it's not because the Holy Spirit changed. He is the same. He still lives in me. You know, he's still active. But there was a certain level of oomph from my side that took away some of my own natural power. If that makes sense. I'm trying to make it make sense, guys. If that makes sense. Like, from my end, I was a little more depleted, but from the Holy Spirit end, he was still the same. He was still at his full level of strength. And I do feel a difference when you're in the word every single day. I do feel a difference when you're taking time to talk to him every single day and not like a drive-by like, hey, what's up? Good. You you good, God? Okay, this is great. I need this, this, and this. I thank you for this, this, and this. Oh, shoot. Like, I got my health. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, everybody's feeling good. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, well, this is nice. I'm tired. Okay, where well, this is nice, but I have to do these earthly things, right? I, I'm going to give you drive-by time, but then I'm going to invest in other things. Or I'm going to give you drive-by time, but I'm going to invest into worry. I'm going to give you drive-by time, but I'm going to invest into chaos. I'm going to give you drive-by time, God, but I'm going to invest into like my flesh. I'm going to give you drive-by time, God, but I'm going to invest into other human beings. And it's nothing wrong to invest in other human beings or whatever. But if I can make time for everybody else and everything else, especially if I can make time for worry, if I can make time, uh, I hate to say even sleep because God loves rest. Let me tell you, like this work until you die thing. No, humans did that. This work without balance humans did that humans want that god encourages rest he tells us to rest he knows we can't be our best without rest but it's like i can't be so exhausted and not have enough balance like i need to get my sleep right so i can have the energy to maintain the schedule and maintain the balance like i used to pride myself on being able to function in chaos and then ever since i had a friend tell me that they never wanted chaos to become normal it shifted my perspective and now I'm sitting here talking to you guys. And it's like, have I lost my mojo to be able to function in chaos? Um, and if I have, it's okay. But maybe not. Maybe I don't want my mojo back to function in chaos. Maybe I just wanted my mojo back to function in just the busyness and the hecticness of everything. But I don't necessarily want it to be chaotic. Okay? Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I'm trying to be very intentional. I've also been working on being more intentional just in really kind of in a multitude of areas in my life. And so I want to bring up my second lesson that I think all this is, that I think God has been showing me, which is, oh, how I approach these episodes. So I don't want to make it seem like the episodes coming from Blink Canvas in the future will be like, oh, she's so much higher. She thinks she's so much better. She's so healed. And then I have a slip up moment and y'all are like, I thought you were healed. Mama, mama, mama. Like, I don't 
I don't want it to be that. I just want to be more intentional with how I put it out there while still remaining true to my story, still remaining true to what I experienced, what I saw. I know that any episode that I had out, I've discussed with God, which is what I've talked about before. Like, if I have to go back and take it down, I will. If he tells me to shut it all down, I will. If he's told me to edit and take something out, I have. And I just want to step up even more with my, with being intentional with how I share my story. Because it's something that I've said before. And I guess I try not to repeat myself. I work hard at it. Do I? Yes. I've been told that most females do. We, re- we repeat ourselves, ladies. So I try to be intentional about repeating myself and not wasting my breath, okay? Because, hey, this is enough, right? And um, I want to be intentional with telling the truth and love, telling my story and love and with a little more tact. I can't spare people's feelings, nor is anybody asking me to spare their feelings. I can't spare their feelings, but I can try to be more mindful while still being as honest as possible to my journey, my story. Like I can't sugarcoat what happened because sugarcoating it doesn't help me this is therapeutic and processing for me. And I feel like sometimes I get on BK and I process stuff that has been buried for a long time. So it can come off raw. It can come off harsh. It can come off brutal. My intentions are never to hurt the other parties involved, which is why I stress this is my story from my perspective, from my experiences and the things that I have seen up until this point in my life, you know, where I am spiritually at this point in my life, this is all me. This is my journey. However, I think I want to just get better at saying it a little more tactfully while still being genuine to myself, right? Because if the goal is to heal, my goal is not to cause more divisiveness. And then there are some aspects of my story that I'm going to tell it the truth and love, but I'm not going to tact it up even more. Like I'm going to be honest about how it made me feel. I'm going to be honest about what it was. So when people are looking for people that they can relate to, right? When people are saying, I experienced the exact same thing. Maybe a few details were a little different, but the exact same thing. I wouldn't have known what being parentified was and what parentification was had people not been brutally honest about different experiences and stuff that they've shared. I wouldn't know that people could relate to my level had people not been honest enough to share the gory details of their life. Vulnerability can offend people, but it's our choice to be offended, as I always say. And that goes for me as well. And I I don't know. I, I My goal is to try to share it a little more tactfully in love, but I'm also not going to be apologetic for how my life has gone. I'm not going to be apologetic for what it is. Third lesson that this brings me to is let me... I'm giving y'all all the tea on me and God's little private conversations right now. Y'all are welcome. Sheesh. <laughs> Third lesson God showed me was about dealing with how I viewed my life. If you listen to me talk, you know that often I will say, 
this was I was trying to escape my childhood, get to my 20s and then get to my 20s. And I'm like, what the f- is this? I'm like, just get me out of here. And God told me he connected the dots to someone else who I knew always said that. And he told me, you sound just like them. You heard them say that and speak like that. And now you sound just like them. And the person that I heard, it's not like they told me to talk like this. It's not like I'm shifting the blame. I'm taking full accountability for my words, my actions, and how I view my own life. I'm not trying to do that. What I will say is that God gave me a very good connect the dots moment and I needed it. You know what he told me? He said, not only do you sound just like them, but you're going to miss it. You're going to be going in life and it's always going to be something that's happening that's going to make you want to get to the next level, the next year, the next chapter. And you're going to miss the good that's been happening in the meantime, right? And that's something that I've always struggled with, BK fam, right? Because I am a future forward thinker. Like, even if I'm in the moment, even if it's a good moment, like it could be a celebratory moment. I'm like, yes, great. I'm thinking about what do I have to do next? What's coming up on the calendar? Like my brain runs like a calendar or like a laptop with 50 million tabs open. I still got to do this, 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 right? And it, um... It can be a lot sometimes, but it keeps me from being present in the moment. And one of my friends, oh my God, stays on me about this. Like, you got to be here in these moments or you got to do this. This is happening today. They tell me all the time, like, this is what today is bringing. Let's focus on this. They also work so hard on me, which I thank this friend. Shout out to you, friend. They also work so hard with me on um, not letting something that didn't go through, didn't fall through, or maybe something negative happening, or it doesn't even have to be negative. It could just be something that was not in my plan, right? Like it doesn't have to be negative. It can be something that's neutral, but you're messing up my plan or it's not how I want my day to go, or it's not how I've seen like, you know, it's not how I've seen the timeline to go. They're very intentional and has been working on me with this probably since day one of like, You can't let that ruin the day. Adjust and keep going. Adjust and keep going. You can't let that ruin the time. Adjust and keep going. You can't let, like if you felt a mood somewhere else or something, you can't, I mean, you can bring it, but don't keep it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they really be like, drop that shit off. (laughs) Throw it out the window before we get to wherever we need to go. And that way when we're there in that moment, it can be about the moment. It's not about the past. It's not about what I went through earlier that day. It's not about what I went through last night. It's not about um, what I'm worried about for tomorrow or anything. It's not about that. It's about the moment. So I'm trying to learn to be more present and intentional in the moment, right? And that's really, really hard for me because I'm a future forward thinker. And God is like, baby girl, you're gonna miss it life is passing you by and there are so many moments that you're going to miss. And it's like, I heard this man, a black man, he was on a podcast, don't know his name. Otherwise I would give him credit, but it was an IG video. And he was explaining how his friends would be like, you don't remember this moment. And it was a positive moment. And he was like, 
no, because the way my brain works from the trauma that I've experienced is that it's like a short-term memory or I don't remember it at all. And now I try to explain my brain to people and they're like, they either tell me you have great memory or you have the worst memory. There is no in-between, right? Like I don't just have a normal memory. It's great or it's the worst. The things that are stuck in my head, trust. It's not from me trying to hold on to it or anything. It's just stuck. Like I'm, I think I remember how I felt in that moment more than the actual moment itself. Or I may remember this moment because it led to dot, dot, dot kind of thing. That's the only reason it's there. And then I have other things and I'm like, that happened? You said that? Like what? Like it's like, it's a weird way that the brain works after trauma. And he did such a good job at breaking it down. And I love that it was a a man. And I'll be honest, I love that it was also a black man, like being open about being not only open, but self-aware of how his brain chemistry has changed and how his memory is affected from the different traumas that he's experienced. It was just so refreshing to hear from a man's perspective and especially a black one, because I feel like I know that there are the one-off cases, but black people in general face so much trauma and has been facing and carrying so much trauma. I know I talked about in one of the episodes how our bodies, you know, we know the book, your body keeps score, but even our body, we have trauma in our freaking bodies. They have shown studies where we have trauma in our freaking bodies, guys, from previous generations. Like some of this sadness is probably not even mine. It's like probably my mom's, my grandma's, my great grandma's, great, great, great grandpa, like great aunt Lucy from six generations ago. Like we are literally carrying our stuff and previous generation stuff. Like it shows up. Imagine if you're black in this world and then be black in America. You're carrying so much trauma you don't even know and you didn't even sign up for. And remember I talked about on one of the episodes how that scares me. Like it scares me to pass down trauma in general to my babies if I have them, but it scares me in general to pass down trauma to my babies. But then to know like to hold life in my womb and to think like, I'm literally passing down pain, like as you're growing and stuff, like I'm passing that down to my DNA freaks me out. It's like, no, like my body is supposed to be safe for you. You know, I'm supposed to keep you safe. I'm supposed to protect you in the womb, in the stomach or whatever, until you get out, until you get out and then I'm supposed to protect you and then I'm supposed to be able to protect you then kind of thing. And so it's just a lot. It's a lot. But those were my, um, those are my lessons. Those are my lessons that God had been quietly speaking to me about. And so I got some episodes book recorded, but at the same time, it's like, God would be like, no, go talk about that. And so I'd be like, okay, God, but isn't this going to be out of order? But he's like, it's going to be when it's the timing because the episode that you guys heard last Monday was a bulk recorded episode from like two weeks ago, but it came out at the time that it was supposed to come out. Like I had previously recorded that episode 
But last week was when I needed to hear myself talk about that again, because I was experiencing some of the things that I heard in real life, in real time. And it just goes back to God being intentional, which again is why I'm trying to work on my intentionality in all areas of my life and with all people that I encounter, whether I like them or not, whether I love them or not. Like I'm trying to not go out of my way to be harmful, to discourage people and just it's enough everybody's always dealing with enough i'm not trying to add to it right and i would appreciate if people didn't try to add to me you feel me all right so those are my lessons let's try to run it back let's see if i can remember every single lesson so i know one of the lessons was to be more intentional and that's in all areas and to be more intentional and disciplined i would say with my time management like i can't be so busy with life and other things or with honestly stress and worry that i don't make time for god i don't make time to be in the word because it makes a difference and if you want to feel that oomph of power like the power is in you right? The power is there, but to really be able to fully tap into it, you have to be consistently in his presence. You have to be consistently in his word. And I'm not saying, okay, I didn't read the Bible today. Like I'm not going to feel God. It's not that, but sometimes he'll have you read stuff. you be like, I'm not going through this God, but I promise you he'll pull it back to your memory when you need it. You'll be like, oh, I remember this makes sense. You're connecting the dots for me. This makes sense. The reason I keep saying connecting the dots, because there's this wonderful lady. I want to give her a shout out. Her name is Skylar Sky Harris. And her IG name is Reaching for Sky. Reaching for Sky. So I want to shout out Miss Sky Harris because she she just she puts stuff in simple forms where we can understand and she connects it back to God. And it's so beautiful. Like she'll be running and it'll be raining and she'll be like, you know, like I'm talking to God and stuff. And you know what? I'm complaining about the rain and he got the rain to stop for me. Like what? Like stuff like that. She connects it. It's the simplest things. And it relates to this episode, right? It's the simplest things that sometimes can teach us our greatest lessons. And I wonder I wonder how much stuff have I missed <laughs> so far in my life because it was so simple and I thought it was so ordinary that I just tuned it into my everyday life, not knowing that it was God speaking to me, not knowing that it was God teaching me, not knowing that it was God shaping me, not knowing that it was God connecting the dots. Back to re why I shouted out Miss Guy Harris is because number one, you need to go follow her and check out her content anyways. She's dope, okay? Number two is because she did this bomb post about literally, I think somebody asked the question of how do you, basically how do you still help other people even when you're going through something or when something doesn't make sense? And y'all, the way she broke it down, go, you, and go to her page reaching for sky go find the video on connecting dots because it was so good it was so good she basically broke it down and explained how you know dot here dot here dot here dot here when you have like a regular connect the dots page right and she said sometimes it has numbers and when you look at it you're like this makes no sense but as you draw the lines to create the picture it all connects all the moments in life connect all the little details and stuff connect to form the picture that god is trying to paint 
okay and as we know at blank canvas hello our life our canvases and god is painting it out right and so she just did a beautiful job with illustrating that again connect the dots we've all drawn connect the dots we've all you know drawn whatever i yeah yes we've all done them right and something simple to leave such an impactful and important message and lesson for all of us right i think so so her name is miss sky harris i'm calling her miss sky harris she doesn't have miss but i'm from the south this is what we do right so her name is miss sky harris but her ig thing is reaching for so i want to highly encourage my bk fam please go check her out definitely go look at that video because she broke it down way better than i did i'm trying to save on time but yes so that's why i keep referencing connecting the dots because that little thing like changed the game for me and it was something so simple because it it goes back to a, a principle that god nails in us romans 8 to 8 i'm gonna make all things work together for your good i'm going to connect the dots you ain't gotta worry about it the good bad ugly the sad the all the end all be all all of it i'm going to make connect you just gotta trust me you gotta keep walking in faith right so it was to be intentional to be disciplined um to be more tactful in love with sharing my story while still being honest to my story because some stuff that i'm gonna say is just gonna offend people including loved ones like it's just gonna offend them because it can trigger different things or it can just be like a painful thing of i didn't know kind of thing and it could be a part of i wanted to save you i wanted to protect you and i didn't even know to be able to do that and that can be hurtful and painful within itself and that i acknowledge from my end okay so to try to be a little more loving and tactful while still being authentic to myself um i don't want to don't want to sugarcoat at a disservice or a disadvantage to myself right because i want to be the best version and i want to heal also another point that i know that i've talked about that i want to bring up really quickly is the god also had me isolated and kind of moving at a slower pace so he could work out everything in me that he needed to work out before stuff started picking up and got on and growing at an even larger scale i know that i've been seeing that i've seen that happen in other people's lives i've seen it happening in my life there's a lot of stuff that he was pruning out and there's a lot of stuff that you know i could go back and i could delete half of the first season from just how if you listen how much pain and stuff i was in but i want you guys to see the journey i want you guys to see the journey if i only share the good parts i might as well just post on ig and be like hey guys this is my life it's like green and like blah 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 like i could do that through social media but if i'm gonna be real raw transparent and share these different things then i want you guys to see yeah i was in a dark place but i'm over here in a better place yeah i was really depressed but i'm over here in a better place yeah i was unhealed and angry in that area but now i've forgiven and i'm better i want you guys to see the transition and some of those episodes may be hard to listen to for people that's fine that's understandable and i respect that I really do. But for the overall bigger picture, if God don't tell me to take it down or anything, it ain't coming down. And I feel like people don't understand. It's more embarrassing for me than it is for other people, right? Like it's my voice. It's my story that's been out here. It's 
hearing and seeing me in these raw, vulnerable, painful moments. It's trust. It's very embarrassing for my end, especially knowing the level of privacy that I like in my life. But in this season, it's what I've been called to do and to share. And hopefully it's helping and being impactful, right? Were there any other lessons? I don't know, because sometimes there'd be lessons inside of a lessons. Just like it'd be blessings inside of blessings, right? And we got to look for them. And we got to look for the glimmer moments in life. Oh, yeah. And basically him telling me, live in the moment. Stop saying that you can't wait to get here, here, and here. Because guess what? You're missing it. So remember to be careful not to miss it, BK fam. Remember to be careful and intentional about how we interact with each other, how we love on each other, and just try to be as present as possible, right? Um, And remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue. You keep saying you hate your life, you're going to feel that. You keep saying that all my, my, none of my life has been great, you're going to feel that way. Because even if it's had some moments, right, you won't be able to appreciate them shift your focus, shift your perspective, which is something that I've talked about that I've had to do over and over and it never will stop. There'll always be something to get me to take my mind off of it, right? But I can't. So those are the lessons that God has been teaching me and just the simple time of moving. The simplicity, I can't say the simplicity of moving, but something so simple as a task of moving and everything that it brings, this brings the stress, the annoyance, the everything has still been teaching me so many lessons about myself personally and different things and lessons in life of how to apply with other people and just very humbling realizations that I think will be beneficial to me in the end. And so I want to share these lessons because I hope that they help you guys. Okay. So I love you, my BK fam. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time because I have no idea. All right, guys. Bye. Blank canvas, blank canvas, blank canvas